0: hey there dudes and dudettes time to wax up your boards and go catch the big wave over at the lpn beach, beach blanket, beach, blanket. Bingo. Bingo. bingo one night only at the balboa theater in san diego october 20th come and check out all of the cool cats cool. and the crazy dog at lpn every show the entire network each one pulsating and grinding in front of you for your entertainment pleasure. We're all gonna catch the big kahuna. And I'm not talking about that big greasy guy. I'm talking about a wave. Ew, it's seaweed. It's seaweed. Just so you know, it's gonna be inside of a theater. So any physical wetness you experience is your own personal body heat or the sweat of one of the performers. Come and check it out. I'm certain if there's a podcast flavor you need on your tongue, we got the spoon for it. Beach Blanket Bingo, baby. Come on, girls, let's dance. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left side stories. Yeah, your That's when the cannibalism started. Side, side stories. Side <laughs> yes. Giants of Kandahar won't leave our soldiers alone. The Giants of Kandahar.
1: They won't do it because you know why. Kandahar in A- Afghanistan. Maybe. <laughs> That's where Kandahar is.
0: Oh, I thought that was in Queens. <laughs> no, yeah, they're going after him. You know that Jack and the Beanstalk's real?
1: Did you Did Did I know that? I don't think I, you I, did. I didn't have knowledge that it was real. I I have never seen proof that it was real. It's because
0: you didn't do enough reading. Okay, reading yeah, you're of what? ignorant. Be <laughs> ignorant. <laughs> what was I supposed to have read? Uh, for the fact, right, that the uh, saying, or let's just say the what is now, what I will say, is allegorical knowledge mm-hmm. hidden inside of the Jack and the Beanstalk story, uh-huh. right? The fifi fofum. Uh-huh. I Smell the Blood of an Englishman. Right. It's actually been revealed by a little interview I saw that talked about how, like, actually that speaks to the fact that the lineage of the giants that had existed in Uh prehistory, right, that DNA is still up and out in people's fucking guts. Okay. Right? And so what that means is that giants, current giants, continuing to live, continuing to breed, continuing to hunt, going after our boys in Afghanistan, (laughs) what they can do is smell... The lineage of these so-called giant hunters, Uh right? They can smell it, and it's about how DNA has a voice, and it was put in there by Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) That is real. I saw all Uh,
1: of this today. That's fine. I also noticed how when you said the word giant, you pointed at yourself. Yep. Giant again and again, pointed right at yourself. Don't know if that was subconscious or just a wish. Welcome to the last podcast on the left, ladies and gentlemen. This is Side Stories. My name's Marcus Parks. I'm Henry Zabrowski. Oh, hey, you now you're, yeah, little, I'm Henry. Fucking, now you're I, little Henry. Zabrowski. I'm so
0: I'm so subtle. <laughs> I'm so subtle. No, it's I don't want to be big. Yeah, I, lo- I don't mind being petite.
1: I'm telling you, medium is wonderful. You're, I fucking love being medium. You
0: know, I it's, I'm still just like because when I sit, I sit big. Nah, uh-huh. right, like my body slides. To sort of like a, I would say, close to a Hershey's Kiss-like formation. (laughs) I sit big. I notice that when I sit between people in a car. Mm -hmm. Right? And I sit in the back seat. Because guess what touches them? My sides. Yes, they do. My tit flaps.
1: I've actually come into contact with your tit flaps more than I probably have your forearms.
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, that's, I'd say my tit flaps are, I'm very tit flap forward you know and also it's hard because you're going to reach around me if you're going to be touching me you're getting some because weirdly about again losing a bunch of weight which you guys probably know if you have lost a lot of weight after being a bigger person right is that because i have the curtain Mm -hmm. i have two curtains i have a top i have a mezzanine curtain (laughs) which is the titty wraparound porch Mm -hmm. and then i have the belly curtain sure all right because again and what that does the belly curtain at least protects my dick and balls that's nice um but yeah but i am big but i tell you who is big Fucking and he's around. It's got him. Bigfoot. <laughs>
1: Bigfoot's around. Bigfoot's big. But so he, so Bigfoot is around. So this is. I have heard you He, around, had, he I, around. I've heard you make this statement thousands of times. He's watching big- us
0: right now. He's watching you fucking through your mirrors. Right. He's watching you. Like I'm want to say. Have you heard about frogging? Frog. <laughs>
1: I mean, frogging in relation to Bigfoot. Well, the term frogging means
0: people who break into your home.
1: Okay. The people who break into your home and then make your home their home without you knowing that they have made your home their home. Right.
0: That's where Bigfoot is.
1: Bigfoot's in my home right now.
0: What masturbating? <laughs> Watching you and your wife being like, <laughs> I don't need to be. I don't need to be with one because right now a couple of you I want. Right? Yeah. Right. Here we go. Well, yeah. I'll bring it back to my story. <laughs> so I I was traveling to go to. I uh, went to my. I don't even know if I should say the town. Right. I don't well, know. just say, let's just say a, a a town in Michigan. Michigan, is seven hundred. Yeah. Right to the town of seven hundred people. And so we went to go see one of Natalie's in laws. It was like we were having a nice little vacation. You know, we drive up, you drive from fucking Detroit through the worst parts of the fucking, you just drive through Frackingville. Yeah. You know, to get there. And so this place, like we show up, we see all these like Bigfoot cutouts everywhere. We're like, oh, well, maybe, you know, because what you discover is if you travel this great, beautiful nation of ours is that a lot of little towns that are dying, they're trying to rebrand.
1: They're trying to rebrand. They're trying to bring tourist dollars in, but I've always wondered about the tourist dollars. It's like, how much can you possibly bring in? Two
0: grand? Well, this three. Town, I mean, for them, it might change because they, they talk about how like this is the town. This is a type of place that the every business in the town shuts down in December. And open again in April. That's how bad the winter is. Yeah. And they all say the same thing We're like, well, you know, they ain't got enough money or food stashed away by December. You are really going to be fucked by springtime. <laughs> and so- you're like, holy oh, shit. It's like pioneer time.
1: Oh, it's like the cricket and the ant or the grasshopper oh, yeah. and the ant. That old story. You don't know that story? No. It's because the cricket or the grasshopper, he spent all <sighs> of his summer just playing and playing. Yeah, he's a fucking and, nerd. He's a fucking, <laughs> the other guy's but, a nerd, and nerds win. That's the, what we've learned. But the ant worked hard, oh, he, and all he, he does put away enough food for the winter. All day but long.
0: when the time came time for Maybe. the grasshopper to eat in the wintertime, time, this. Maybe the there should aunt, be a safety net. Bucks. <laughs> All right, now this is about. Honestly, this is about the UBI.
1: Yeah, I, I okay. So yes, this yeah. might be about the UBI, but it might also be about the
0: and Who was able to protect himself
1: and was able to prepare
0: for the whatever. winter to come? He was honestly voiced, and he was probably voiced by Woody Allen. Okay, <laughs> we know that for. A while. And so we show up in town. We see these Bigfoots everywhere, and I'm just like, oh, me maybe they got a new basketball team. You know, high school mascot. We're like, oh, maybe that's how they're rebranding. Yeah, but it turns out it's a town of seven hundred. The guys from, I believe it's Finding Bigfoot or Following Bigfoot. Okay. One of the it was a Discovery Channel show. They have arrived to town, and it's like Kiss is here. <laughs> I guess not anymore, <laughs> but back in the day, no, Kiss there's still a draw. the The entire town, including the mayor, was at this. Like, they went to the city hall where they had a big old like like we know. That Bigfoot has come to this town <laughs> and we are here to I guess fuck him <laughs> like get him arrest we, him. We are here to find Bigfoot not because it is easy but, but because, because it is hard. And so they it just it made me uh, we were in an episode of Shit's Creek. <laughs> yeah. And so we walked around and everybody I I mean it. It was like a cartoon. The the buzz, the buzz everywhere. We like we walked into a thrift store did you hear the Bigfoot hunters are in town? <laughs> and it's like, honestly, you know these guys are fucking everybody's wives. Yo, the Bigfoot hunters? Well, because that, what do I know about Giorgio Suclos? He comes to your home. This is real. He'll come <laughs> to your home. He doesn't necessarily fuck your girlfriend, but he will look at her. Yeah. Like, he will like, be like, yeah, nice. He doesn't want to go into a hotel. He wants to stay in your living room he is eating your food the whoa it's aliens guy is there Jesus in his squ- underwear he's- and it's now tuesday he's arrived on a thursday evening you're like what are you doing Giorgio. and he's like well you know actually i got a gig i got a gig in manchester delaware like uh, you know th- two weeks from now and you're like he's showing up like he's cousin eddie yeah. he's just living in your home now you're not getting rid of him and so these guys don't understand the fucking virus that they have just received they received a cryptid Virus. And so apparently then, all the tickets were sold out, which was like- honestly, Tickets? Was, tickets to what? You had to buy a ticket to go to the city hall just uh-huh. to watch it, number one. To watch what? The man say, Bigfoot is here <laughs> and we are going to do something about it. we like, going like, to find him. I don't know what they were going to do. And I'm an Ickman, I Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah, <yes. laughs> if he was. If he was. But then there was a whole craft fair right? They went to a craft fair. It was a craft fair. There was a whole thing. But then there was a full three hour Bigfoot hunt at an undisclosed, quote unquote, undisclosed location with, I mean it,
1: like 150 people. So it's like Andy Kaufman with the cookies and milk. Yes. Is that everybody had got get- into
0: a bus and went out of town to some undisclosed location. And my one thing about this town is that it's They're not much. There's not much going on there. No, it's not there in the in the summertime. They've got like tourism, right? Like people come for what for the for the lake or whatever. The lake, yeah, of course. But the rest of the time, it's hunting. And how many of these? I've seen these big Maggullas, the big hunters. These Michigan boys, they are fucking thick. Yeah, and they they look like they got the they got the chin beard. Yeah, they got all of the stuff. Like winter
1: boys, they don't do a whole lot of exercise. They they do a lot of sitting and a lot of drinking. But they're big.
0: They're big. These guys are gonna get shot on the fucking head. <laughs> Think about this: is open season and all big galoots. Yeah,
1: it in really the middle is.
0: now, Michigan, which is it's mostly big galoots.
1: I would imagine so. I haven't been up to the upper because this is Upper Peninsula, right? This I is, don't know. That,
0: <laughs> it's something like
1: that. But <laughs> something it, like that. It's
0: really strange, to like like because you know Nelly's grandma was like, "This is trash." Like she hated this wow. because again, I was like, "Just so you know, this was a big hit. This is gonna be double next year." This is about to become a Bigfoot town.
1: I mean, does she, but, but what does she want the town to be instead? Does she just want the town to be just a Normal. regular ass town? Just,
0: just get it out of here.
1: And I also, like, you keep saying, this is the second time we've talked about this, and you keep talking about how the mayor showed up. I just, Like, it was a big deal that the mayor showed up. It's just it's funny. A ta- it's a town of 700 people. I grew up in a town that's half that size. The mayor... Is just he's, some he's guy. A guy. He's it's just, a, just a guy. But he's he, some guy who has a. In my town, the mayor was also the high school principal. It was
0: just the the seriousness of the. What they're basically saying is an emergency, like is a bigfoot. <laughs> this bigfoot waves are coming, and we gotta we gotta protect you from this bigfoot wave of his big his fucking his quasi-patronic penis you know what I mean we know for a fact he's on a quantum level it'll fold up inside of you yeah. they're afraid of his huge cock
1: oh yeah so it's basically the mayor's coming out against Bigfoot like the weatherman has to come out Didn't against the it, hurricane against the same that Santa Claus is coming
0: that <laughs> all
1: the kids that Santa Claus is coming you gotta watch it you gotta make sure to get to bed it's the same thing the mayor coming out
0: <laughs> yeah I'll wait for Santa Claus all no fucking night here coming this goddamn Jewish asshole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know man i uh it's it's just the importance of it, it is. and now them understanding I was like, it's just what we've seen folk monster, right. Whole tourism world built around it. They'll oh yeah, fucking in West Virginia, Mothman. So they're just hoping that this is going to be because SpaceX was supposed to come to town, and then they built a Holiday Inn in Michigan. And yeah, and then they pulled it out. Oh, and then all places now. Did they fucking finish? Empty.
1: Did they finish the Holiday Inn, or was it one of those that they just there's You now have like this husk of a building that has sheets of plastic blowing in the wind. It's a
0: crow apartment building. <laughs> you know what I mean? It looks like a place where a bunch of children died, and now the crows are there to take their. Souls to to the purgatory. Yeah, good. Yeah. Good, good. But that's really it. I just know that like you gotta be careful. You gotta decide. I think it's important though, as a little town, and if you're a person that's in a little town, you want to do something like this, correctly position what cryptid you want to be involved in. Yeah. Because that's it now. Because now it's on the sweaters, it's on the magnets. It's on the socks. It's now your, your re- it's your whole identity because then eventually, because people from neighboring towns will be like, oh, that's some kind of Bigfoot town.
1: But that's the thing. Is there any other towns that have attached an identity besides, you know, there's plenty of Sasquatch towns. There's plenty of Bigfoot towns. Of course, we know Point Pleasant goes yes. for the Mothman. But like, is there, I've never Portland, heard. Portland, Maine. Portland, Maine. But is that again, a Bigfoot town? It's a cryptid town. But specific cryptid towns, like there's no like, Chupacabra town? Well, I I bet you you'd find one. I bet a you. A chupacabra town in Texas? Looking it up right the fuck out. Maybe. Now. I mean, I know I don't know if there are Puerto Rican like chupacabra towns either.
0: You don't know. You never been you got to ask around next time you're in Puerto Rico. I've been to Puerto Rico a few times. Chupacabra strikes Texas town. Yeah, but that's yeah. just a town
1: that says that a chupacabra Quero. came. But Cuero is becoming a chupacabra town. Is it just because there was one story in which they said a chupacabra came? Yeah, now and it's now a now chupacabra you're saying it's Qu- And now yeah, you're you're, gonna,
0: just... you're fighting me, and you don't even know. <laughs> you literally don't even have the facts. And this is a part of this. Is a problem with media, <laughs> all right? Because he's fighting me even without the facts. I'm not fighting you without the facts.
1: I'm fighting you because sometimes you might get a little fanciful.
0: No, it's be called the It's called entertainment.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is Quero Chupacabra. You look at this shit. All, All right.
0: right. Let's get into it. Let's get we got other we got other stories.
1: We have we have plenty of stories, but let's get back to the Quero Chupacabra in the future. And let's see if it sure. is becoming a Chupacabra town.
0: Side stories dot Gmail.com. You know what the fuck I'm talking about. Tell me about your fucking cryptid town. Because yeah. I know that there are other cryptid towns. Yeah. Because again, it's about search. There's everyone's desperate for an identity for yeah. some reason. I don't know what Goop like horseshit got to every one of these little like comptroller desks, mm-hmm. where it's been like you don't need branding. No, you need jobs. Yes, like you this do. place needs jobs, which is kind of what they're trying to figure out how to do. Of course,
1: but yeah, when we're talking about a cryptid town, we're not talking about you know you have a legend of like a goat man or you have something that has nothing to do. It's got to be a town that has branded itself as a Cryptid, cryptid town, town. But has not chosen a Bigfoot, a Sasquatch, a Skunk ape, or any other various hairy creatures that may or may not be time travelers.
0: Who knows, though? Send me your pictures. All right,
1: this first story. I mean, the big thing that we got out this week, it's an update on an episode that we did many, many, many years ago. Hell, it's one of the biggest true crime stories of, of the 90s. Time. I mean, it's it's massive. It's probably the biggest true crime story in music history. There has been an arrest made in the Tupac murder case. They got
0: him. And it was Gumby. <laughs> Can't believe he's real. <laughs> no, no, man. It's fucking Keefy S.D. Kefi Keithy D. He's a guy. His name's Dwayne Keith
1: Davis. He's a guy that we talked about extensively in our Tupac and Biggie series. He was one of the few people that was present at the murder of both Biggie and Tupac. And this guy's been saying for years that he this was, pre- I mean, he had a memoir in which he admitted, he said explicitly that he was in the car that had the gun that shot Tupac. He yeah, was now, there. But he said that it was the other guy. Orlando. Yeah, so Orlando. And, so Orlando, a, who, and the, Orlando's been dead since like 98 or something.
0: So it's real easy to blame a dead guy. Yeah. And But he was, said that I gave him the gun and he's the one who did it. Now, my question is, is that when I first saw the news, is look what changed? What we don't really, it seems that we have no information no. on that. I've been looking, I've been reading through because it's like, again, he's admitted it multiple times and on various different like levels. Like he said, like, either he's an accomplice, and then he, for a long time, he used that as like, his rep, right? Because yeah. I was the one who killed Tupac for a long time. In order for people to I guess, buy him hot dogs. Like he was like, and people were like hanging out with him, thinking he's super cool. Well, I think I read that
1: he said it on a podcast that he let a couple of extra details slip. Good lord! Because this guy, I mean, he's he's also added a lot to the story yes. over the years and then taken it back. He's definitely made it like a big crime drama where yeah. he said that he was once in the room where Puff Daddy explicitly offered him a million dollars to kill Suge Knight and Tupac Shakur Uh, and nobody I mean it might be false bravado like I'll give a
0: million dollars to anybody who kills that that motherfucker yeah he was just like outside being like "Mm." (laughs) well I I feel like it does sound perfect I killed him oh shit that's the oh shit have you not heard of hyperbole yeah that's why again every proper commentator needs my comedian white flag uh-huh. You know what I mean? Be like, no, 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 no. It's like a medic. Yeah. But it's society. It's satire. <laughs> satire. But I, because that's kind of what we believed at the end of our series, from what I remembered. We talked a little bit about this, that it seemed it was way more of a theoretical. I would give someone a million dollars if they could handle this thing for me. Yes, And because he began to believe that he was the godfather of a bunch of Crips because he was kind of using them for security, even though technically even when the Hells Angels were used by the Rolling Stones, they weren't Hells Angels. They were some other version of a biker gang that called themselves the Hells Angels, but they actually had worked security before. Like, he just hired a bunch of criminals, essentially, to work for him. Very much so. And, then he, they, and I'm going to tell you what, it's not smart. No, cuz they don't have tight CVs. You know what I mean? There's not a lot of reference pulling. Let's just say there's a lot
1: of reactionary behavior. Yeah, there is. And that's what happened seems to have happened the night of Tupac's murders, you know, there's the whole there's the whole thing. If you know the story, there's a big fight uh, at the fight, you know, it's, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I can't yeah, remember yeah. the two boxers that were fighting, but there's a big fight at the MGM Grand in Las Vegas. Uh, and this guy Orlando, who's Keefe D's cousin. He's crazy. He's crazy. He gets beat up by Tupac and Suge Knight. Uh, they leave and, you know, Orlando and Keefy D and uh, one other guy, I think, you know, they give chase, they find them, Stopped. They find Tupac and Shug Knight, stopped at a stoplight, talking to some fans, talking to some girls, and you know someone pulls out a gun and just empties the casings, it empties the whole clip into, into Tupac's Tupac. car, killing Tupac. Yeah, um, and that's the story that we've known forever. But now the question is, like, what is it that the cops have that they can use to finally arrest KVD?
0: I wonder what it was. We don't know. Like, how could it be DNA? Right? Because it was a sh- gunshot. I yeah. don't know. Maybe there's a witness cooperation. Maybe there's something that came out. But, well, I guess we will find out soon because he's not getting out. Mm-hmm. So they got something. But yeah. they're keeping it pretty close to the vest.
1: Yeah. they We have absolutely no idea what's going
0: on but, here. But, hey, it's, it is interesting that these things do actually get wrapped up over time. You know, like, I this mean. was such a big story for God. so long that, like, because Biggie, the guy who killed Biggie, that is never been wrapped up. Right? I don't
1: think they've even come close yeah, and they, to a Biggie thing. Because uh, the Tupac one's pretty good, but Biggie,
0: they're just like, ah. we don't know. And yeah. again, again, it just shows how hard it is when they investigate these types of incidents where it's like they want to pin it on, you know the boyfriend, the wife, the, the you know, the, like somebody super connected deep in who has an actual motivation. Motivation is such a slippery thing if it's just like, I heard a theoretical call to arms from a music artist. You know what I mean? Like that's where, because it, it wasn't all kind of teed off by him doing hit him up. Like Tupac did hit him up And then they're all like Oh now it's for real But it's like It's poetry Yeah It was just music And now everybody's freaking out Yeah Tupac
1: was a theater kid Let's not forget that Like he was Tupac was We said it on our series It's like It's that whole like be careful what you pretend to be. Because um, you and but, you
0: are who you pretend yes, to
1: be. Exactly. You are who you pretend to be. Yeah. Uh, and Tupac started pretending that he was, you know, this guy who was going out, you know, dealing drugs, shooting mm. people in the head. And he was not. Tupac was a theater kid. Let's not forget his famous scene in Nothing But Trouble.
0: He was great. All oh, the world same song.
1: Yeah. I love that fucking no, song. No, it's great. But yeah, Tupac was a theater kid. He was hey. a poet. He was an intellectual.
0: And that's why well, you gotta be careful who you pretend to be, right? Mm-hmm. And that's why I pretend to be huge, dicked, incredible comedian. <laughs> that's it. That's all it takes. That's it. You can see, you can't even see the terror in my eyes no. through the radio, can no, you? Not no, not at all. Can't because it. it's not fucking there. Not whatsoever. Fucking don't fucking challenge me. Life <laughs> right from your grave. Um, all right, let me click this next story. I, okay, uh, pussies need to be taken care of. <laughs> That's what this whole story is Controversial about. opinion, is I, it? I want to make sure. I'm going to look at this skeleton, right? We got a skeleton looking up from behind us. Mm-hmm. Didn't take it. Honestly, this is great. New set deck for a spooky time period. Looks wonderful. And what's spookier than a thing that turned fun? Literally blow your fucking guts out <laughs> <laughs> because you had too much fun. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, first of all. We want to say our thank you to our sponsors at Disney. Um, mm-hmm. We'll never, uh, we would never besmirch your good name.
1: Not at all. We specifically want to thank our sponsors thank you, at so- Walt Disney's pause. Typhoon can, Lagoon can Water
0: we, Park. Can we just like pause and you know, we're like we like to thank our sponsors at, <laughs> 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 and then we see, make sure that we get past this. Yeah. Um, but so here, here we go. This happened in uh, the Typhoon Lagoon, uh, soon to be named the Typhoon Lagoon. <laughs> um, Thanks to this next door. <laughs> that a be loose poon. <laughs> no, I don't want, because I don't want to blame the victim. Ah. Uh, now, no, Disney no. ride. <laughs> no, I'm not blaming the victim. I'm just
1: saying what happened as a result oh, of man. this incident at the Humunga
0: Cowabunga slide. Oh, God. It did make a Humunga Cowabunga. Now, Disney ride causes serious gynecological issues for a woman after a water slide, quote unquote, wedgie. I would put it to super wedgie. Yeah. During a 30th birthday celebration. This shit's up. So this was on a uh, water slide, 240 foot, 214 foot drop water slide called the Humunga Cowabunga. And this woman went down. She, she seemed like a normal nice lady, right? It was her 30th birthday. Uh, they were, you went down the slide and apparently as she neared the bu- end of the slide. Her body bounced up, causing you. because normally what they do, uh,
1: have you ever done a water slide? Yeah, plenty of times. Yeah, Wet and Wild. That's what I used to go to. Wet and Wild love, in Arlington.
0: Love Wet n' Wild. I yeah. love, like, I think it's a chain. I believe yeah. I've done, there was a couple of those.
1: Yeah, they, Six Flags took them over and they weren't the, quite the same after that. But yeah, the Wet and Wild in Arlington, Texas, across the highway from Six Flags yeah. was fucking incredible. Love Wet n' Wild.
0: My thing is, black hole. I don't like being wet all day. <laughs> you know what? I don't like chafing. Yeah. Because I get all chafed. And then you're walking, out. I don't know if you, again, if you don't know chafe, like proper summer chafe as a, is a big little boy, yeah. like it was hell on goddammer.
1: Knew nothing about it. I, it. I was, yeah. But
0: on the other hand, just,
1: re, well, I don't know. Remember how much of piece of prey i was mm. at all times you yes. didn't experience that because you were the larger boy well,
0: I had charm yeah you, you had charm I had charm I, I had, I, you know people be like i can't i can't yeah. rape him yeah i bet he's had, too funny yeah. i don't want to destroy that
1: no yeah, i had very little of that for me it was just it was constant danger all the time you're in constant constant you're so small you're so weak you're in constant danger constantly it's a trade-off yeah. but on the other hand No chafing. Hasn't
0: affected him at all. Not even close. No. And so she was going on the slide. She goes super fast. So they tell you before you go on the slide, you're supposed to cross your legs. I guess to avoid this very thing. Yeah. But apparently her body lifted up. She had become airborne. And then she came down hard back on the slide, which I guess made her legs pop open and then she just went down for the rest of the fucking slide just like popping a pussy popping a pussy popping a pussy popping a pussy the water and her bathing suit was forced violently inside of her and she she experienced immediate severe pain internally she stood up and she blood became rushing from between her legs it fucked her up yeah and i'm not blaming the bathing suit but this is also why i don't wear mesh you don't wear mesh no liner really yeah man I go European.
1: <laughs> yeah, man, I'm but, full Bavarian. But see, thing. for me, if I don't wear the liner, that's where I feel the chafing. I feel the chafing amongst the side. You, you say chafing? Yeah, it's
0: chafing. Chafing? No, it's chafing. It's chafing. you never experience it. You don't know. It's another thing. <laughs> I Again, the it. facts have not been presented in the case. <laughs> All right, this is another example of hearsay. <laughs> uh, <A> hearsay. <laughs> All right, you have no idea. I'm calling the legal team. I have experienced chafing. It is chafing. (laughs) It is chafing. It is not chafing. I will not allow this because the emails, just the fucking emails we're going to (laughs) get. God, I took my blood pressure medication. Sure. And a beta blocker. Yeah, of course you did. Just to feel cool (laughs) today. I just got to start chopping it up, huh? Yeah. So she went like, so basically it turns out severe and permanent bodily injury, including severe vaginal lacerations. I don't know what this means. A full thickness laceration causing plaintiff's bowel to protrude through her abdominal wall and damage to her internal organs she got douched almost to death
1: i think what that means is that it ripped open her insides yeah, man, and it was- her it ripped open her abdominal wall like it, it just it, the, the pressure of it was so great that her abdominal wall opened up uh and uh, damaged her internal organs just- hence the uh you know blood rushing from her vagina I- the moment that
0: she stood up and screaming.
1: And the screaming, just the constant screaming. Because
0: it's, it's, it's different for men, right? Because it's like, obviously, we can get fucking ripped up, pounded on the balls for bad a while. Bad things can happen to the butthole. Real bad stuff can happen to the butthole. However, the butthole is far more airtight
1: than the vagina. I'm
0: always clenching. Yeah. Because you and I have learned about that. Because, again, it helps against surprise. Helps against surprise?
1: <laughs> so what kind of surprise? Any
0: kind of surprise. Any if, kind of shock.
1: If you're clenching at all times.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, well, that's male kegels.
1: Yeah, that is male kegels. You know, know that, kegels. right? Yeah. No, you get I, hard I and
0: you make a bounce. Yeah, I do. Of
1: course I know about getting hard and making it bounce. Of course yeah. I know about
0: that. You I'm gotta okay. close the butthole, right? I Hold it up. You lift it up, and then you're supposed to do it. Have you done that penis? You ever done like I know that it's it's an HD joke, but he talks about lifting and doing the one penis push up. Mm-hmm. But penis push-ups are real. It's nice. I like to do it for fun. Do it for yourself. Do it for All yourself. Right? Make your fucking boner stronger for your goddamn wife. <laughs>
1: Right. No, much of I believe that much of a person's day should be spent. But I mean, of course, you must do your work. You must do your job. Mm -hmm. You must feed yourself and your family. Sure. But much of your day should be devoted to amusing yourself in one way or another. That's good. And one of the ways to amuse yourself. Big penis go flap flap
0: flap flap flap, flap 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 without flap. touching it. Hey, because again, it's our one true right as men. <laughs> it's the one thing we're allowed to do without impunity. Mm-hmm. Um, Disney obviously has not commented on this. No, uh, and because it really is hard. Because I think it's also the nature of getting your pussy blown out at, at uh, Typhoon Lagoon without Fun getting involved. Like I feel like Disney's like not like super
1: into it. They're not going to, well, they're going to downplay it. They're going to say, they're going to do the whole, like, yeah, this is when it's
0: something that happens on a water slide. They do. It's, that is the main statement they're saying is that, like, technically you can get injured on anything. You know, that's like the style of, like, <laughs> you know, in a world of theoretical injuries, like, you can literally get injured by anything, and that's kind of, like, their stance. So we're mm-hmm. like, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course I'm trapped in a fucking anxiety Lock all day, wondering if a bolt from an airplane's gonna fall off and just pierce me in the fucking top of the head. Yeah, right. But that's just called unchecked OCD.
1: That's just living.
0: That's just living. L i v i n oh, man. That's just white knuckling. Yeah, life. It is. But I guess that's really it. They're trying to get fifty grand, which I guess is enough. I think that's low. I do. That's quite low. Fifty grand yes. is quite low. I guess that's just the
1: that's just medical expenses. I Go. mean, crazy. They love that. Maybe she's one of those Disney people.
0: You know those people who are really obsessed with Disney? People, like, she's allowed. I, we got to stop attacking people just because, I mean, like, they're spending a lot of money at Disney. They are. But they, you know.
1: Oh, I mean, I'm not attacking. I'm just saying. She, she might, might She
0: might be one of those Disney but people. That's going to be bad, though, because then she's not going to be able to go back. Because every time she's going to go, she's going to go, oh, every time she's gone any ride, she's going to go, oh, and she's going to feel it inside of her pussy. You know what I mean? Because, like, I don't even think it felt good at all. <laughs> like I don't think Like there was no point Where no. like Because even childbirth You're supposed to
1: come No you It's not going to feel good at all It is a fucking water cannon Up through the other side That lacerates your insides And it rips open Your abdominal wall It's
0: horrific pain There's nothing about it That is pleasurable What I do like Is that there's one man It's in the missing cum. the clitoris entirely It is It really is uh, It's not considerate but if you there's one guy that keeps commenting on the actual like article that we're looking here for law and crime and he's just keep doing he's just doing random. They should name it the hymen Popper. <laughs> they should name it the internal organ blaster. The cookie, the coochie crusher. <laughs> I mean, like this guy is they love him during Thanksgiving. Man. <laughs> nah. oh, oh, God. My. All right. Well, that covers it. You got to be careful. All right. Again, cross yeah. your legs. Wherever oh, you are.
1: Always cross your legs. Next story we got here. We have, and, and this is a nice story that kind of dovetails a little bit with what we talked about last week or the last two weeks on last podcast on the left. Of course, we talked about Jeffrey McDonald, um, talked about good old fashioned family annihilator. Good
0: old fashioned. and we're just, t- like, just like your old grandpapa used to make. <laughs> you just got to go down there and you're getting evicted time. To eliminate everyone,
1: <laughs> Jeffrey McDonald was, of course, successful in eliminating his entire family. He killed- successful,
0: the term? Yeah, it, well, yes.
1: His goal was to eliminate his family. He achieved that goal, so therefore, he was successful. It's all about whatever matrix, men, metrics you got working for you. Killed his wife, killed his two daughters, but guy in Kansas attempted family annihilator. And that's, how sad is that? Tried to kill his wife and five children because he was afraid of being evicted from his home. And guess what? He was also a children's pastor. Oh, yes. Now this guy is And children's pastor is far different than youth pastor.
0: Oh, yes. Now Matthew Richards, 41 years fun. Uh, This comes from foxnews.com. He was charged with five counts of attempted premeditated first degree murder and one count of aggravated arson. So what he decided to do is that, I guess eviction was happening that day and he i guess which is we get we how many of these we've seen guys let the wife in on if you're having financial problems early yeah. right cuz yeah it's embarrassing and it sucks sure. right it's a whole thing but they can help Somebody can come and help. They can handle it. You know, they, they can handle it. All right. We're here. They've already slopped out five screaming worms for you. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're there. It's too late for them. Oh, yeah, right? it is.
1: Yeah. You've already, because of your Christian upbringing, you haven't Slammed been able. Slammed her with you're just, you're just fucking quiver full on that shit. You're just fucking coming and yeah, coming and coming. You've
0: done it. And guess what? That's your responsibility because you came too much. You came too much. Yes. And so the, I guess that he was sliding into deeper and deeper financial problems and that eviction became imminent and then he thought, again, which we've heard this story time and time again, that he wanted to save yeah. the children and his wife from the embarrassment. Because yeah. they would just be, Sat them egg on their faces. Like, <laughs> because, again, kids don't know that they're broke. We were broke. We were mm-hmm. like, you know middle class or whatever, but it's like, we didn't. Nobody knows as a child that you're broke. You I think I mean? some kids know, but there, yes, were kid, there were kids that I grew up. The kids without the
1: the kid without a door,
0: he knew. Yeah, I, but again, they're alive. You <laughs> know what I mean, they could go do shit, right? So yeah. he said he told police that it would be better if they all died, and then rather than his family find out the truth, so what he did was he stabbed each member of the family. He stabbed all of the kids. He stabbed the wife. And then he tried to burn the house down to try to cover it all up. But again, if you're, I mean, I don't know how many times we find ourselves in this position where I'm not trying to give advice to a murderer, but you got to finish the job because it's not sticking.
1: He just lightly, uh, I mean, he did do some damage to internal organs. He did do some damage. Yeah, he's fucked
0: up people, a bunch of people.
1: But his... uh, I hate to say his heart wasn't in it. I, I would it, like to think that it was. I, I yeah, would like his to think heart that. was not in it. Yeah, I think he just tried. He for some reason decided this was the
0: right decision. I, you, it's funny because you say the heart, like, kind of mixed. I'm kind of mixed here because I wonder if you're. It's either the heart. It's not in the right like position, right? Where you you're not quite certain, or you're literally just bad at it and you want to do it and you think you've done it and you've half-assed everything in your fucking life and because <laughs> think about the finances you already fucked up all the finances now you're fucking this up as well and so they, he they, looks like a fuck up one of Richard's children called 911 because watched it because like again this is what you taught his kids right weirdly and they, they, they called the cops came right away um, they, he set the fire trying to stop it even though he tried to call to and like everybody has lived now what I do love again when they when you get into the bios after, like how many people to always talk about? Like, I love this. I love it. So the first thing is is that his biography on his Crossroads Christian Church website it says he's a big kid who loves teaching little kids about Jesus Christ. Do you mind if I read this biography
1: in my best church lady voice? My Please. this is the voice that you hear at every Southern Baptist church. Every woman. Who just loves her entire congregation. Oh, yes. And she just loves Matthew so I lo- much. I
0: love Matthew. Oh, Matthew's so fun.
1: He has been married to Stephanie since 2003, and they have four boys and one girl. Yep. He and his family have three rules. One, love God. Done. Two, love people. Excellent. Three, love sports, especially the Jayhawks and Sporting KC. Matt and his family have been at Crossroads since August of 2016 and look forward to many more years helping teach and reach those in the Shawnee area. You know, it's just like and of course, what is the immediate statement from the actual pastor? Our
0: church family is shocked. We're sickened. We're saddened by the events of early Saturday morning involving our t- former children's pastor. Former, For, yeah. former, former, ch- former <laughs> children's pastor. Yeah, because why is it always the children's pastor?
1: Well, the children's pastor is a different breed than even the youth pastor. The children's pastor is always is the one that has to tell the kid like that has to tell the kids the
0: hard truth. Jesus died for your sins. He killed Santa Claus in a battle with the dead. (laughs) Like, is it that like is it like because youth pastor, mostly youth pastors from I remember, um, just kind of finger banged a bunch of people.
1: Youth pastors can finger bang a lot of people amongst all the different kinds of pastors. I would say that per capita youth pastors do the most finger banging. Mm. But a children's pastor, they, at least when it came to my, you know, when I used to go to Sunday school oh, yeah. and I had the children's pastor, the children's pastor has the very delicate and very difficult task. And this wasn't just a Simpsons episode of introducing the idea of hell to like a seven-year-old, <laughs> like a six or seven-year-old. They have to
0: introduce that. Well, I always remember that like, when being described by a priest, though, see, I still feel like, in at least the Roman Catholic, you know what I mean? At least he's got a uniform. He's yeah. not just some fucking guy. <laughs> no. Right? You know what no, I mean? It like, was just some lady. I, I for what eventually took some time for me to understand that he's just a guy. Yeah. But like at that point, you know, like he's got an officious position, but him just trying to be like, well, you know, God watches your every single move. If you touch yourself, God writes it down in a big book. <laughs> And then he thinks about it, and all he does is get madder and madder about it. till so you say something to me. So tell me, did you fucking touch yourself? Did you fucking touch yourself, less? It's okay, tell me. Go see I'm Mary. I want to watch you do it. I want to watch you count the rosaries. But, like, that idea of you are, I remember it, because I was already paranoid. Yeah. Even as a little boy, I was paranoid. And I remember just thinking every time, being like, oh my God, he's fucking watching me. Yeah. He's watching me right now. I don't know. I'm like, I am just being like, he's in my brain. <laughs> like he was fucking Sora, George Soros. We didn't even, well, we had it almost, it was, it's
1: a different type of fear that we got because you got it from this like official priest, this guy that you only knew as a priest, but we got it from like Mary Helen who works the bank. You know, it's like, it's people that you know, that you see all the time that are telling you, it's like, well, children, do you know that if you lie, you will go to hell and you will burn in hell for all eternity. And the devil is going to torture you until, well, forever. It's just never going to stop because you know how long it takes for school to get out. You know how long it takes to get to three o'clock in the afternoon so you can go home and play with your toys. Well. It's gonna be that, but it's gonna be forever, and you're gonna be burning the entire time. And that's if you lie, and if you touch yourself, that is a mortal sin, and you will be sent to hell. So do not, children, whatever you do, do not touch yourself.
0: Where's do the? Not where's do the th- issue? <laughs> I don't actually really understand where the issue is. But you no, know, it's very, it's weird because and it's fucking terrifying. Of course. Well, that's why you know we we talk about like within, and there's also no
1: escape from it. You guys, none. you guys, got to do confession. Yeah, we, we had hail marys.
0: Had, yeah, you had hell. We had nothing. Like yeah, you, yeah just, you, were, you did it. You lived with it. But the problem is that then it put us in a tiny room. With the man, all all he did was listen to children's secrets. So at least you guys, I do feel like in that way you guys got out of that. Yeah, we you know did. I mean, we you didn't have. Yeah, it was all it was it was an existential threat yes. from the outside, yeah. but from the inside, like this was like, oh, there's a man there. Yeah, who, Oh, now there's an actual man.
1: here. Yeah, we had yeah. insane internal torture inflicted upon us, but y'all had uh, actual external uh, physical. Trauma.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Not me, though. Again, Not- Teflon. <laughs> Can't get me. Can't suck that dick. Can't I get won't it. let it happen.
1: No, you won't.
0: All right. Well, I guess that this guy's going to be fucking hung out to dry. I don't know what he's going to, you know, with, fuck this fucking guy.
1: Dry from your grave.
0: Um, I got a new story. I love this fucking story. I love robots against robots, right? Robots against robots. Any kind of robots, we're gonna use it because we remember when we last night we were driving and we saw the little delivery robot and it blinked. And we, oh my god! And we both like we were in the middle of a serious
1: conversation. Then all of a sudden it went, "Oh
0: look, robot!" Robot, robot, like, robot, and it blinked. It's like smiling and doing yeah. shit. Yeah, you know, it
1: was still like delivering something to somebody, but it was smiling and it was blinking, and it made us both very happy for a little bit. Yeah. And it was nice. It was nice. It but, was nice to be then I don't mind,
0: I don't, you know, I'm the one that is not fully anti the robot movement. No. Right, I believe I that. I also am
1: not fully anti the robot movement either. I
0: think that we can combine, we just, again, be very stern. And firm with our robots so they understand we raise them hard from the very beginning, right? But these guys in Japan, they're doing it very, very well. Now, look at this shit. I love this. Now, these were, Japan is like, there's several layers of issue here. Yeah. Japan is unleashing terrifying robot wolves <laughs> to fight off bears that are attacking the elderly. Yeah. I, it's just a lot of love. Oh, uh-huh. this- all of this makes sense, though. Oh yes. Now this was a. They have this thing. It's a. It's a robotic scarecrow they've been using. You call in Japan. They call it the monster wolf. They're initially used to stop wild animals intruding on farmland. But it's this. It's, I guess it's sort of in this countryside. Now, monster wolf was first recorded. You a use of monster wolf was first recorded in autumn of 2020. Um. Now they originally they were supposed to be there. That and they were supposed to watch and keep crops from fucking with. Like, to keep animals from fucking with crops.
1: Yeah. And also, I would like to say that robot is a pretty loose term here.
0: Well, (laughs) it is a Roomba with a giant scary wolf on the top of it. And it's got a blinking light for a tail. And it's literally, if you could hear it, it's going, (laughs) it's making a bunch of different noises. Look, it's scaring the shit out of all the possums. You can see this video, it's scaring the shit. Look at that thing. He's like, what? It's scary looking. It's a, it's just a big tuft of
1: hair and a Halloween wolf mask. It's scary on, on a fucking on a on wheels.
0: But it's working. On remo- like you could just put it, it's a Roomba. Yay, hey man. It, don't complain if it works. That's the whole thing. <laughs> it's a W. You just gotta take it. Yeah. So apparently, these rural farming villages, the big issue is that people are which seems to be common. We, you know, it happened in the town that we were talking about at the beginning of the episode. It probably happened in Rochester. Absolutely. Where it's like the younger people the population of the people they are uh leaving no there's just no jobs there's no jobs there's nowhere to go and they're leaving these rural. yeah super boring they're leaving these like rural little villages and they're leaving the elderly there and then apparently bears (laughs) then take the opportunity to attack the elderly to areas it's like it is very strange so now they're using these things to attack the bears. They feel like if they have constant patrolling robotic dogs around villages, it will protect the old people. Right. So
1: <laughs> you do trade off. You do trade off. You're, you have safety, but then you uh, are uh, also left
0: with like uh, all night long with uh, uh, just like. Uh, 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 uh. Uh. Thank God for these. <laughs> terrifying wolves because they keep the real bears from our people. And then obviously this is like a blue zone. You know, there's like one of those places where these people all live in 105. No, yeah. You know, so they're still just like just staying up and like, can't I die? <laughs> let the bears take me. And then they're like going to the wolf and like, let the bear in. Let it end all of us. I'm sick of living. I won't die because of how healthy my lifestyle is, how naturally I work in a physical way every day, how my stress level is low, and how I can squat. Like, you need to help me. I can also just see like, like, the idea of them all like becoming like a happy family. Now what we need is other robot animals around the wolves okay
1: to be with them so so, so you're going to get do one of those things where it's like you bring in the cats to get rid of the mice but now you have a cat problem yeah. and so you have to bring in something else to get rid of the cats and now you're wanting to bring in so now you're wanting to bring in something to get rid of the robot wolves yes that you could just turn off
0: I, but then i feel like i'm killing them <laughs> They've helped this town.
1: So you want to chase them away?
0: I just wonder if the bears will
1: get used to the wolves. They probably will. The bears will eventually figure out that the wolves aren't can, doing you, anything. You can just walk up to them and just push not it over. knock get over, yeah. knock it over, and it's not going to really do much. It
0: really, that might happen. That really might happen. Yeah, I think it's going to happen. I mean, yeah, we'll get, we'll, let's get there. before We'll cross the bridge when we get to it. Sure. All right. Oh, I have another. All right, I got one more story. Okay, this is a good one. This came in right under the line. Before we start recording. Uh, what is it with... How many kids have to accidentally get shot at a wedding? <laughs> like, how many children does this happen to happen to? Uh, a man that was officiating a wedding thought it would be fun, right? Because I guess what he decided he wanted to do is that his name is Michael Gardner. He's 62 years old.
1: Oh, uh, God. He he's said, te- it's Texas, isn't he, it?
0: Oh, let me see. It is Lancaster County. Yep,
1: Denton. Okay.
0: Okay, so he decided that it would be fun he's going to officiate a wedding. Why not start it by scaring everybody? (laughs) Because he thought he wanted to get everybody's attention by pulling out a gun at the reception and firing a bullet in the air. I don't know what for. This isn't, I don't know. And so as he was pulling, he had made his own blank, again, inadvisable. I don't think it's something you can learn with a YouTube fucking video, right? And as he pulled it out, fucking shot child immediately <laughs> shot a child didn't kill the child no he did not kill the it child it was his 12 it was his grandson oh yes yes <laughs> and they were like and as the chief deputy ben Houchin said uh they were uh he was going to fire in there yeah, yeah and as he uh as he did that it uh it slipped and it went off uh yeah of course you know mm-hmm. i'm like and i love his comment afterwards you know it's just kind of neglectful to take a gun out that has blanks and fire amongst people
1: <laughs> well this happened in lincoln nebraska oh yes this is lincoln nebraska It's from odessa texas oh which, wow oh so he
0: brought texas to nebraska
1: ba- <laughs> <laughs> texans if it's the right type or the wrong type they're gonna bring it wherever the fuck they go especially if they're from odessa odessa is a uh it's a town.
0: Oh, hey, I, I can't. It's, well, Odessa was in um that featured largely in Hero Stillborn. Really? Odessa was like where we were all going. That's right. I forgot about that. Odessa's been in a lot of pop culture stuff. Yeah. I think it's, I wonder why. I don't know if it's just because of the name. It's a pretty name. It's
1: a cool name. And it also, like, it's an oil town and it's also gritty and dirty. Like, it's got, actually, it's got this great bar called Woody's that is fucking absolutely wonderful. I don't know if it's still there or not, but we used to go there in college. Uh, But yeah, Odessa just has, Odessa, Texas sounds like a location. That sounds like somewhere you're going to go to. But once you get there, last time I went to Odessa, Texas, I went to one of those fucking parking lot carnivals, and I went on the spinny ride, and I threw up. No, buddy. And that was my last fucking time in Odessa, Texas.
0: I'm done. I'm done with, I need, how do I put it, all fingers (laughs) before I go on a ride. Before I enter into anything in which my weight is suspended anywhere above four feet above the ground, that
1: was my last parking lot carnival.
0: I think I'm yeah. done. It, apparently, Odessa, Texas was the that is the hometown of the the so called. It's Claire Bennett, played by Haley Payne and Terry's. Whatever got to meet during Heroes of Reborn. I don't know if she was even. I don't remember. I think that she was like they, they couldn't get her, and then they used somebody. Just kind of she had like a blonde wig on, or that <laughs> her dead body was like face down in it. But she used the famous safe chiller.
1: Save ah, the save the children, save the world. Yeah,
0: and so we were all in Heroes Reborn, no. headed towards Odessa. I don't want to malign Odessa.
1: I had some good times in Odessa. I think I'm it's gonna, too late. I'm not going to malign Odessa, but I think anyone that lives in Odessa is going to. I think they're going to agree. It's a rough. It's a rough place. It's a real rough town, and it does not surprise me that a man from Odessa brought a gun across state lines. Ah, that's the thing. (laughs) That's the thing too, now that you say that, yeah. Yeah, he brought a gun across Across state state lines lines into Nebraska because, well, that's the thing. I also don't know if he planned ahead of time, or if he made this blank in his hotel room before because he was thinking about it on the drive up. But it's like, again... Because he I guarantee you he brought the gun because he takes the gun with him everywhere, everywhere he, goes. he goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah everywhere he fucking goes. idiot.
0: Yeah, because I, I do understand if you want your own little... I mean, I don't know. It's a wedding. What do we... You know, at w- w- what point do we feel that like we're going to defend the wedding? He also prepped enough thinking that this was a fun thing to do.
1: Well, this is going to be as like instead of like the like the ding 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 instead of that. Bam, uh, bam, bam, <laughs> bam, bam. Yeah, he's going to fire a gun in the air and make everyone think and immediately shoot everyone's cortisol levels through the fucking roof. Like,
0: is it And like, keep
1: them there for the entirety of the night.
0: Even if you like guns, is it a comforting noise? No. Like, I mean, you don't like guns. Well, no, I like. Well, you're,
1: you're neutral with guns. I'm neutral, yes. I, I, that's a much better way to put it. I'm, I'm neutral with guns. But I don't. I,
0: I like to shoot guns. I love going out and shooting like, them. But I, yeah. I, I feel like it's an extremely anxiety inducing noise. For most people it is, yeah. because yeah, it sounds like you're about to, everybody's about to die. Yeah. You know, and it's like not, again, you already experienced it once. It's called the death of fun. It's called a marriage. Can't you? No, marriage actually extremely nice.
1: It's very nice.
0: <laughs> Extremely nice. Extremely nice. But
1: you know what I mean. No, of course. Uh, it's a, it is a a sound that makes you believe that violence is imminent, and yes. it is not a sound that is conducive to a wedding. It's not. Yeah, I don't. I don't associate guns with love.
0: No, no, no. no unless uh she painted pink. For <laughs> breast cancer. Yay, guns for breast cancer. That's
1: how we flip it. You know what he should have done? Instead of that, you just give him like a, a little... <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love doing this. <laughs> oh, yeah? I, what, have you, what have you cracked yourself up on? What is this very... What's this extremely funny bit? What <laughs> a little fart things? Oh, a little fart <laughs> machine. A <laughs> <laughs> A little fart machine, is that what you're saying? Uh, yeah, sure, yeah. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Hey, hey, hey. Hi, everybody. Ting, 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 ting. Hey. Uh, I mean, yeah, I feel like, yeah, that's a more gentler. Yeah, I think yeah. I just, well, I'm cracking myself because I'm, I'm sort of losing my mind right now. Yeah, but, yeah, sure, but sure. It's just, yeah. <laughs> I just. You're right. There's yeah. many other things. <laughs> Any other noise. <laughs> Even if it was like a coughing old man. <laughs> Even if you brought up a ca- a man who just go, <laughs> <laughs> which actually I think most weddings are announced.
1: Actually, I think that was used at one of my cousin's weddings.
0: <laughs> was, uh, yeah, just my, uh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Or a fart machine. <laughs> or a fart fucking fart machine. Be <laughs> <laughs> loud in the microphone. Turn it up. <laughs> Guess time for a ski hit. It's time I good. I could feel the triplets kicking around. Time for a speech. Yeah, you know, I can't believe my eggs are big enough for you to film a child. You best get used to that. <laughs> you best get used to that in the wedding. <laughs> oh no, I'm having an abortion. <laughs> Man, this is the best wedding I've ever been to. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm just trying to make things a little cute. I am not. I,
1: It's true because a man, a fucking dumbass, from shot Texas, a child. Another dumbass wedding. from Texas, fucking another fucking shithead, giving us all a bad name, hey. uh, shot his 12 year old grandson at a wedding reception. Hey, don't worry, they're getting Tesla. Oh, no, sorry. It was at the wedding. It was not it at the was wedding. At the it wedding. was
0: at the wedding. It yeah, so was, don't it do was that. at the wedding. I'm so, certain yeah. the reception went off without a hitch. I'm sure it did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sure you're
1: arrested for child abuse. So, yep, there we go.
0: There we go. All right, let's time for our hero of, the week. hero of the week. I got two. I'm going to do two real quick because the first one is in the how is this a crime <laughs> aspect. <laughs> Southampton's Happy Hot Dog Man is in court for the 10th time. Now, most of the time, if a man's in court for 10 times and he's called the hot dog man, it's because he's been showing it to a bunch of children on a school bus. Or just anyone in general. But he's actually just selling hot dogs. And that, again, not a euphemism. Ian Kruger. He was known as the happy hot dog man. Uh, I just wanted to do this because, so they keep busting him because he's just rolling up his hot dogs. So you do need, I guess, a license to you sell need- hot dogs, which I, you know, I remember that saying. What, <laughs> what saying? You ever, you ever see them when your flies down? Someone says, hey, you got a license to sell hot dogs? I've never heard that
1: in my fucking never life. You never said that? That's such a weird Queens thing. I've never no, heard that. No, you've got...
0: Did you not hear that?
1: Okay, maybe it's regional. Maybe it's New York, but I've never... Yeah, you I've got a license
0: to sell hot dogs? No,
1: you get, hey, you barn door. You, you heard cows? Barn door's open. Oh, interesting. Yeah, you got
0: you Yeah, you, rural. Rural. No, yeah, yeah. mine was about licensing.
1: <laughs> Mine's all about getting yeah. that medallion. Yeah, it's a... Yeah. You know, and you do yeah. it. Municipal laws, mm-hmm. yeah. And this guy, because that's the thing: is it truly breaking the law if the crime is unjust? I well,
0: he's saying what well, the law is unjust. Because the law what, is unjust. What he is saying. I'm still thinking about that fart machine. So my I, mind's still a little. Wait, he still a little scrambled. Uh, it's the same sound from Texas Chainsaw <laughs> <laughs> um, But he's apparently. He would pull out his hot dog cart. The biggest issue was that he was putting it, I guess, in where pedestrians are supposed to be and blocking, I guess, blocking an exit or something. Mm-hmm. And that was like a why they put him into a crime. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and But this guy is basically saying, I need to pay off bills. I'm trying to sell these fucking hot dogs. People are coming down on me. And so people, he's like, I want to work with my hands. I want to pay my own way. This is in British, right? So Kruger told the court his financial situation has improved. And he's been working at organized events, right? He, he was working. Honestly, he was making 12,000 pounds a year. It's not bad for hot um, dogs. And it's just hard. It's just like they, they, they're trying to tell him we set down these regulations for a good reason, for the protection of the public. And he's just like, hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> what about Hot dogs. <laughs> And so he was saying that now he's sort of making, he's making a statement. This is getting political for him. Of oh, course. Ian Kruger is getting political. He is making it. A, he's like, again, it's not about the hot dogs. It's about the letter of the goddamn law.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Appio Og Man.
0: Appio old Man. Appio old Man.
1: Yeah. He's a, well, that's the thing the judge said. It's disappointing that you're doing this. He says you're a good man. You're obviously a good man. You're a good
0: man. But it's
1: disappointing. That you're coming down here again, and you're in front of me, yeah, with this hot dog bullshit. And he was just again. like,
0: "You take my cold dog from my cold, <laughs> wet hands," because you, I mentioned he's slopping around inside of the water. It's gonna be dirty. Do- it's gonna be
1: dirty water dogs.
0: And so that's one hero of the week. And the other one is we covered this a long time ago, a little bit on side stories about old Stone Man Willie. <laughs> it's time for him to finally get some rest. Okay. The oldest mummy in the U.S. He's finally going to get a proper burial. Wow. Stone Man Willie. He's been on display in a funeral home for 128 years now. <laughs> huh? He was a petty thief. They said the only thing they knew about him is he was dirty Irish. <laughs> right? That's what they say in here, right? And he died in jail due to kidney disease that was brought on by alcohol. And then I guess they mummified him because he was a mortician, was experimenting with new embalming techniques. Sure. He actually looks really good. His hair looks great. He technically has more hair than me. Wow. He's got he a nice look, sash. He does look pretty good. His hair and teeth remain intact. His skin has become leathery. Um, then it has been it is the Pennsylvania funeral home, and they have finally decided at the Almonds funeral home. And he's been on tour. He's the the honestly, he's been on tour for something like hundred plus years, uh, going around. People show him um and uh the, the straight up like Elton John. <laughs> level door. He keeps going. Um, They have identified his real name, which will be inscribed at the bottom of his tombstone. They're going to finally go there. They gave him, he, when he got arrested, he gave the false name of James Penn uh, because he was found inside a local boarding house with a gold watch, razor, and money in his hands, all of which he had stolen. Ah. And then he died of gastritis. Uh, and now, they're finally, he finally gets a chance to go to sleep. That's nice. He looks like somebody, but I can't put my finger on who. Yeah. He
1: really does look like somebody. Yeah, he really does.
0: I think he looks like fucking Stone Man Willie. <laughs> and I think you've seen Stone Man Willie in many a neighborhood before. Because if you look at him, he just... Uh, it's, it looks like a man who works at an office. So but he has been enameled. So why is he finally going into the ground? He's done. They finally decided he's done. But why? I think because they made enough money on him. <laughs> like Elton John. Yeah. His entire team is allowed. They're going to allow him to die.
1: They're just going to allow him to finally go under.
0: But say, say honestly, though, they, they, the funeral director does correct the the, the bill here because he is, we will not refer to him as a mummy. We will not. We refer to him as our friend Willie. Yeah.
1: R.I.P. Willie. Enjoy your final enjoy resting place.
0: Purgatory. And, um, He's going to be in the <laughs> Forest Hills Memorial Park. They're going to bury him October 7th. And if that's not spooky, I don't know what is. Because I guess at this point, it's too late for him. He's been a ghost for far too long.
1: Yeah. I mean, he does look
0: quite spooky.
1: He looks like someone who died last week.
0: Yes. It's enameled. Yeah. It looks bronzed. <laughs> he really does. Which is pretty cool, honestly, yeah. for him.
1: For 128 years old, yeah. He looks, and the hands are quite uh, haunting.
0: Yeah. Um, he definitely, he's got Mitch McConnell hands. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's um, got those like <laughs> grippy, grippy old man, weird, gnarled knuckle hands.
1: This picture is actually one of the most disturbing pictures I've seen in a long time for some reason. I've seen some horrible, horrible things, but for some reason... Yeah, we just did the Wonderland murders. Yeah, but for some reason, this picture of this mummy
0: is haunting me. I just see... I think you see what's gonna happen to you. I see myself in this casket. I think that you do. I know. It's gonna happen to you. I can't wait to turn you into a little mummy. The impermanence of life. No, it's it's right there, right in front of us, staring every day when I look in the mirror. Yep. Don't be afraid. It's listener emails. (laughs) (laughs) biohacking changed my life I love this show and was recently listening back to some old episodes, specifically the transhumanism series. I want to let you guys know that getting an implant literally changed my life. One day in high school I decided to go cliff diving and I fell 40 feet because I couldn't stick the landing. Long story short I ended up messing my neck up to the point where I had migraines for 8 years straight Mm. Fortunately though in 2023 there are implants that you get for your spine and I got one Similar to the people who biohack themselves, the process is not pleasant. I'm sure you remember studying the whole skin ripping from fat thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember oh, yeah. all that. It's so hard. But the results changed my life. I now have a battery in my lower back with leads. They go up my spinal canal to my nerve endings. It constantly sends pulses and interferes with nerve signals to reduce pain. The biggest adjustment was learning how to charge myself. I have a wireless charger that I hold over my device. A lot of surgeons do these procedures nowadays. Heck, there's even a market for where people go to school so they can be an advocate for you should you ever need assistance 24-7. And that's where these new jobs are. They're in taking care of transhuman people. That's what we need, transhumanism towns. Yeah. Wow. And there'll be a lot of Rose McGowans. That's what I hope. A lot of girls, you can see their nipples a little bit. They're like, these are actually radars. These actually help me find parking.
1: Yeah. And it's like, it's like right now, like I said, the economy in Lubbock, Texas is all based upon people feeding each other. Oh, yeah. 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 There can be actual towns where it could just be a bunch of transhumanists fixing each other. And look, that's a whole self sustaining economy. Look, I got
0: Apple Pay in my dick and balls. And you're like, wow, cool. And he's like squatting over. Every time he goes to, like, any store, he just, like, you see where it says tap. You know, he has to do the full, like, tap down. Ah, but then he has hydraulic frog legs, so he has no need. (laughs) That's all I want. All I want is an exoskeleton. Please, Lord. Come on, now. Come on, universe. Give me that exoskeleton. You might have it. One day. I might need it. All right. All right, so before we go, we got a couple of plugs. Oh, we got October 11th. I'm going to be in Atlanta next week. Come check it out, atldonnerparty.com. I'm going to be hosting a dinner party where the food is going to look like people, but it's only looking like people. And it's not just a bunch of meatloaf in different shapes. He doesn't know. <laughs> it's actually other types of things as I'd, well. I'd imagine so. We do have a vegetarian option because we fucking have to. You know what I mean? We don't really have any choice. So, But I think it's like squash. Sure. Pumpkins. Nothing's human. Nothing's it's supposed human. to be really good. Nothing's human. Nothing. Nothing's human. Go to atldonnerparty.com. And then also, come and check out the LPN Beach Blanket Bingo. We know it's October. I've been getting a lot of messages saying, like, you understand this could be a Halloween theme. We didn't realize when we booked it at the time because we were just thinking San Diego. Yeah, we were just thinking San Diego. So, we had no
1: idea that it was going to be a week before.
0: We were morons. So what I would say what to we you also, is... We were
1: working on that while we were doing the sub Yes, yes. Yeah, we were yeah. in
0: summer mind frame. So what I would say to you is like, bring a costume. Fucking let's go crazy. Don't be at Beach playing Bingo. We're going to do a thing at the. you'll see. We're going to incorporate some Halloween spooky stuff into it. Come down to the Balboa Theater in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Check it out. Uh, October 20th, and I think... You're going to like it. I think you're
1: going to like it. Yes. You know what I bet you guys end up eating at that Donner Party thing? Mm. Some frog legs. Because frog legs look a lot like the tendons of fingers.
0: Mm. Mm. I like frog legs. I love frog legs. Live every day wondering when you're going to get your frog legs. I'm hoping it's soon.
1: I thought that I had an allergy to frog legs where I would hallucinate when I uh, ate them because that happened to me like three times. Okay. But I ate frog legs at Jitlada like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. No hallucinations. I was very happy about it.
0: Love when your allergies change. I think it's extremely. Remember, you're gonna love when your allergies change because they do it in a dime. Because look at him. For some reason, he tripped balls when he ate frogs legs. Mm-hmm. He's got it's his British system. These things happen. He's got stuff inside of him, and you just gotta laugh. Again, because <laughs> <laughs> again, if you're not laughing. Every day is going to be a fucking nightmare. Yeah. All right. So put a fucking smile on your goddamn face. Blaster it on. Yeah, and you get out there and shuffle your way down to the goddamn funeral home and tell Old Stone Man Willie, we're going to party together in hell. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you fucking next week. See you next week. Kelsey. now a This show is made possible by listeners like you.